Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Provane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. And we are Sans Ian this week. Ian? He is Hello? off on vacation. <laughs> Ian? Oh, must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, probably is nice. He is off giving the uh, Lord Mouse <laughs> some money. Oh, that's where you went? Disney yeah. World? Yeah. Yeah. He had prepped to make his own lightsaber and <laughs> do a Tron thing where he gets an image of himself as a person in Tron. And yeah, it, yeah. Oh, God, I should have warned him about that. It's funny you just mentioned that. I just saw a whole thing about how those Disney lightsabers suck shit. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I know it's part of the experience, and I'm sure his kid will love it. But like, oh, yeah. as somebody who has now been dabbling in the lightsaber game. Oh, um, I heard that these are poor, poor replicas of an, of, oh. and there are much better ones for cheaper, but I guess you really are paying for the, the experience. experience of building it and shit. And I'm sure right. his kid will love it. I don't want to take that away from Ian or his kid, <laughs> but, uh, when he gets back, I'll tell him what a piece of shit he bought. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> All right. Uh, on this podcast, we talk about more than lightsabers. We talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, let's see, we've got uh, we've got the Santos we got to cover. We've got a Dark Brandon story. Yeah. And Karen England, not our Karen from England, but actually Karen England. Oh. I, don't know. I don't know who that is, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to her. <laughs> uh, but first, it was Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? What, Jared? How was it? Was Thanksgiving right? Not that last was like week. Two weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> True. Is this a joke? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be a transition, but you know, it's been too long. There's a article <laughs> on the Skeptical Inquirer about uh, facts and fictions around the foods for thought. So. The one first thing is that turkey makes you sleepy. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was enough, close enough to Thanksgiving that uh, we could mention that. Turns out that tryptophan in turkey is, it does have tryptophan in it, but it's no more than any other protein, pretty much. Right. And for you to have enough tryptophan in your system uh, to actually have an effect on you and make you that sleepy you would have to ingest, like, 10 pounds of turkey. Oh. And uh, nobody's doing that. <laughs> well, not many people, anyway. <laughs> I thought this so, was something we all knew for a long time now, to be quite honest probably. with you. Because I mean, I, any, anytime someone's like, oh, the tryptophan, I'm like, no, it's the shit ton of food you just ate. <laughs> right, you get a belly full of food. and this probably very true. And probably a drink, so that's why you're sleepy. Yeah. Uh, very true. The second thing is that cruciferous vegetables make you fart. Yes. <laughs> Cruciferous vegetables being cabbage, arugula, broccoli, cauliflower, all of those combined. Uh, turns out that is a fact. Uh, that is not fiction. <laughs> the fiber to break down, it generates gas. So unless you're not digesting it, which would make worse things come out, uh, right. you are <laughs> going to fart. Uh, and the third thing in the article is coffee stunts your growth. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> fiction. Oh, oh fiction. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 
I'm still a grown boy at 48, you know. <laughs> I mean, what who's, what child is drinking coffee anyway? I mean, I mean, I, I assume they mean uh, caffeine in general, but I have a no- lot of it is caffeine, but hmm. yeah, okay, coffee so specifically. Oh, so wait, so it's not just caffeine; it's coffee specific, something in the coffee bean, right? Except I, it, it's not true. Either way, oh, it's not true. Oh, sure. Well, okay. to Karen's point, though, I've seen a lot of younger people ingest coffee than when we were children. Yeah, like Starbucks coffee or coffee coffee? Because Starbucks coffee is half the time not coffee. <laughs> I, ooh, yeah, well, I guess that's tough to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, half of the drinks that they serve in Starbucks aren't coffee. And their coffee is, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, no, they just I have, know you know. who live and die by that shit. I mean, uh, it's a good standby if I don't have my, my coffee at home. But I don't drink that that thousand calorie a glass shit that they peddle. It's nonsense. I mean, w- when you talk coffee with me, I will take a convenience store pot of coffee over Starbucks and especially Dunkin' Donuts. I do not like their straight coffee. No, I like their coffee. Tastes, tastes like you do. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. Mm. But I don't like Starbucks either. But mm. if I told you I didn't buy an iced coffee from fucking Dunkin' Donuts once a day every day <laughs> with a little <laughs> mocha in it. <laughs> Uh, I'd be lying because I love that shit. It's good. It's got a lot of calories, though. <laughs> Actually, turns out the mocha does not add that much to it. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like getting one of those like pumpkin flavored or one of those frothy latte you know, things. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally coffee with a little chocolate sauce in it. No, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the caffeine does cause. Uh, it can cause anxiety, irritability, headaches, upset stomach. Uh, the only thing I've really experienced is the headaches from not drinking caffeine for, you know, extended periods of time, um, which I'm assuming would go away if I'd stop caffeine. But who wants to do that? Yeah, I got bigger fish to fry than, than <laughs> that fucking caffeine. Yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was an interesting thing from the skeptical skeptical inquirer. Um, they do oh. other things than bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys a quick question, because you're in my age group, if not a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go out to dinner, right, mm-hmm. like, say, with friends or something like that, do you have coffee after you eat? No. Okay, did your parents have coffee when they used to go out to dinner when you were a child? Like, um, and and after, like, what, after everybody ate... There was a round of coffee to be drank. Occasionally, yeah. Not every time, but it did happen, yeah. I felt, man, if I felt like, I'm just wondering if it was just a generational thing. Mm. Then, and I only ask this because I've been watching Cheers again. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I just started watching Cheers. and Good show. Yeah, it's it still kind of holds up. But sure. afterwards, any anytime there was a, di- a dinner situation, they all ordered coffee. Yeah, it's <laughs> and too I was late like, for hmm. coffee. And I was like, yeah, my parents did that, too, and my grandparents. Interesting. So I don't really care for coffee. I grew up, my parents would have coffee every morning, and that was it. They wouldn't have it in the evening. Um, I loved waking up to the smell of the coffee, so I enjoy the the aroma quite a bit. Um, And, like, I like coffee-flavored beers. I like some sort of of coffee-flavored, like, cakes and stuff. But coffee itself, I just never got a taste for Oh, see, I, well, actually, I didn't start drinking, this is really off topic on the show, but. <laughs> sure, it is. I did I did not start drinking drinking coffee regularly till I got into my 30s. Like, yeah. maybe, like, around 30 was when I started drinking it. Hmm. But, yeah, never picked it up after dinner, but. No. Yeah. I patient brought up the thing, maybe coffee brewed back then was weaker. I think it probably was. I mean, they used to drink, you know, 
um, that instant coffee too, which is absolute garbage. Oh yeah, Sanka. Oh, so <laughs> Folgers, <bad>. Folgers, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back on the list because it is a long list today. So, uh, I, and some of it we might not have anything to say about. I just wanted to mention them. Uh, this one, for instance, we talked about Ayan Hirsi Ali last week and the fact that she now calls herself a Christian. Paul Fidalgo on the Secular Humanism site has an article about this. He has a couple quotes about it from Dawkins, and he does like an analytics of what she said his like reasoning behind it. And if if you're interested, I think it's a good read. His summary is basically she never said she believes in God. She never gave a hint that she loves Jesus. She just said, I think this is the way to counter Islam as a force in the world. Ah, uh, Christianity oh. is a way to counter Islam. Okay. And, well and she also talks about having a hole in her life that a belief fills. Mm. Um, but then she never got into what that actual belief is. Hmm. So I still find it, I'm highly skeptical. And and like like Ian and, and Jared, maybe all of us said last week that she's just doing it, you know, as a, as a way to manipulate, a way to get people behind her more or just get back in the news, right? Sure. Which I, I totally understand, but I I still have a problem with someone who was so strong on the atheist train set now saying well i'm a christian or even but, saying that that's a proper way to fight right uh, islam you know yeah. islam like really yeah but, yeah i don't see how it is you know but, I, I i i have in in the sense that you were you were talking about how she's just got like a hole that only maybe spirituality can fill mm-hmm. in her life i'm learning more and more about that i have a friend who is uh pretty smart and doesn't believe in all the bullshit about, like, say, you know, the Earth is only 6,000 years old or whatever. But there's something in her that she likes to go to church and it, and it fills, it gives her something. Hmm. It certainly doesn't, yeah. Hmm. It, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's not for me, but I guess it's for some people. And it's like, it doesn't seem to be like, uh, you know, she's not out there, like, saying, like, gay people need to be destroyed or anything <laughs> like that. And, and she, <laughs> right. She it's agrees a- that the universe is 14 billion years old or 13, whatever the number is. <laughs> so it's it's a source of community and peacefulness for her. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, and but again, I think that's what we've always kind of stated here is like, we're not like, a, like, I, I know Hitchens was not just an atheist. He was like an anti-theist. <laughs> right. 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 In the sense, and an anti-theist being like. Not only do I not believe in God, but I believe if there was a God, that would be fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, you know, some of the things in the Bible are f- fucking crazy. Well, yeah. And another part of it is he believes he believed that um, that religion should be fought against because is it, is it, a, it is a source of evil in the world. And in some – listen, and you're right. And, he, and he's right in, in yeah. some way. He's yeah. very right. But also, like, it, like a person like my friend, I'd be like – I would be perfect. Like, I have no problem with that. Like, if you want to worship, worship, whatever the fuck you want, sure. whatever you get out of it. I think we've all stated that as long as it doesn't affect our lives, yeah. then we don't have an issue with it. Correct. Right. right. So I'm I think like, that's I think that's why a lot of people take exception to her saying she's a Christian is don't promote Christianity. That is negatively affecting our lives right now. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. In politics. All right. Uh, over in news. This is... I don't know, 
somewhat similar. So, mm. Donald Trump, one of Donald Trump's co-defendants in, in the Georgia. Georgia election fraud case, <laughs> has, uh, well, may have violated her bond. She was released on bond. For threatening a witness in the case, look at that image. Oh that yeah, woman. I was always wondering who fuck. that was because I didn't. I remember looking at the remember the big lineup they showed us. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like, who is that one, and what is going on in that photo? So this is Trevian Cutty. She is a former publicist for Kanye West, mm-hmm. um, and she is accused of posting a video that. Uh, says she will fuck up the life of one of the witnesses when the case is over. And the judge went, um, you'll what now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. These so I guess she she was a publicist for <laughs> Kanye, and apparently when Kanye talked to Trump, that's how they got, uh, that's how she got involved directly in Trump. And then with the whole Georgia thing, apparently she went to, uh, I don't have the woman's name. Ruby uh, Freeman. But she, yes, Freeman. Thank you. Yep. Um, so there was an indictment on uh, against Cutty that said that she traveled to the home of Freeman, who was uh, subject of, of the, a claim by Trump supporters that she had used a suitcase to remove hundreds of ballots from a polling booth. And Cutty went there and um, had been recruited by Harrison Floyd, the head of the Black Voices for Trump. Mm-hmm. And so she went to Freeman's house, and they got into it, ended up getting arrested. Um, They were in the police uh, station together, and she was recorded saying, I cannot say what will specifically take place. I just know that it will disrupt your freedom and the freedom of one or more of your family members. She said that to Ruby Freeman. Threatening. Yes. Yeah, threatening. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's why she got arrested originally, not why not why oh. her bail is going to be revoked, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, her bail is going to be revoked because she continued the threat. <laughs> yeah. On video, on the internet, for everyone to see. So stupid. I mean, the fact that Kanye West went, no, dog, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you got to be going real far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sh- I just don't understand. Uh, I mean, okay, you're... You're arrested for maybe you didn't know that threatening somebody was you know against the law, mm. but then you're like released on bond and you continue to do it. At this point, you should know. <laughs> oh, and by the way, that crazy picture she practiced for that. She knew she was getting her picture taken, so she practiced because um, she believed it would be historic record. So that is on purpose. That face. <laughs> That's amazing. <sighs> yeah. So cray cray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> You thought she thought she was going to do this and nothing was going to happen to her? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess she's one of the true believers then. She believes that, you know, Trump is actually still president and is going to swoop down and, and fix everything. She's going to be sadly mistaken. Yeah, but she's it, constantly even, Could you be a little rational and wait till that happens before you start threatening people? <laughs> right. Yeah. She's constantly threatening black people to say is telling people to to wake up. Um, and, and realize that, you know, Biden is not going to help you and railing on them for voting for, for Democrats. Mm. Oh, because of all the great things that Donald Trump has done for the black community. Or any Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Bunkers. All right. The next ugly person in the news. Mm-hmm. This person's way more ugly. Henry Kissinger. Ugh. Finally <laughs> dead at age 100. 
It is proof that, you know, evil lives forever, though. Crap. A hundred years old. Yeah. That is a little disturbing, considering what we're going through now with Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, wow, he's only, what, 78, 79 he's turning? Yeah. He could last 20 more years. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know, um, Henry Kissinger served as Secretary of State, National Security Advisor under Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. Uh, This allowed him to basically direct the Vietnam War and the Cold War with the Soviet Union. During his time in charge, he directed illegal arms sales to Pakistan, uh, carried out brutal crackdown on its uh, Bengali population in Pakistan. He supported a military coup to overthrow the democratically elected uh, government in Chile. What else is there? There was a four-year bombing campaign in Cambodia during the Vietnam War that killed we don't even know how many people, civilians, uh, they were a neutral nation and we were not at war with them, but, uh, yeah, bombed the fuck out of them. Just war crime after war crime after war crime. And also I would like to point out, since we already brought up Hitchens once, Hitchens hated Kissinger. (laughs) Well, there was a lot to hate. He is reviled around the world by millions of people, if not billions of people. Um, I think in the one article, it says that a lot of people in the U.S. consider him like a secretary of state under Richard Nixon, and that's what they think about him. Right. That, that's all they think about him. Uh, if you go outside the U.S., he is hated. He is known as a war criminal and yeah. and the face of the United States. You want to know why a lot of countries hate the United States? Why a lot of people do? Here you go. Henry Kissinger. Yep. I was not really aware of this till about 10 years ago, maybe. Mm. It's certainly not in the history books. Right. No, and he's held in pretty high regard in the United States, to some extent. In a lot of circles, yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if he's getting, is he getting any kind of special funeral here? Or because that would be interesting to watch. Oh, it's a good question. Like, I didn't even see if Biden, did Biden make any comment on him dying? I didn't see any. I didn't see one either. I'm sure he did. He's a former Secretary of State, but. I didn't see it. It was low-key, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I have to investigate that and go protest. <laughs> Unbelievable that he made it to 100, though. Yeah. Disgusting. But in any case, he's finally dead. Yeah. And if you believed in hell, I'm sure he would be there. And if he's I, in I your heaven... The, <laughs> I did see someone... Uh, I can't remember who it was, but they asked Christy Nome, you know, the... the uh, what is South she, Dakota? The what are the Dakotas? And, uh, you know, a big Trump supporter. And and good looking. So, you know, Republicans love her. <laughs> you know, to comment on, I guess she was being interviewed and then he had just passed within the hour, I think. Mm. And she was like, well, you know, you just got to sit back and, you know, teach your children and have them remember uh, some of those great Kissinger quotes. <laughs> oh, my. Do you guys recall any of those great Henry Kissinger quotes? <laughs> no. No, because there really isn't any. <laughs> no, he he was very much a behind the scenes kind of guy on top of everything else. Yeah, yeah. So it's few- yeah, I searched I searched real quick for Kissinger quotes. Uh, the first thing that came up was "Power is the great aphrodisiac." Mm. <laughs> wow. <sighs> mm. uh, his pr- funeral is private. Yeah. Wow, it would have to be. Uh, there is going to be a memorial service in New York City. Uh, I can't get any information as to about what that looks like. Oh, though. really? Yeah. They're going to put up a picture of Kissinger and let everyone piss on it? There you go. Oh, <laughs> probably not. 
He's not going to be laid to rest in the rotunda, is he? No. <laughs> or that type of deal. I don't think so. Uh, uh, he'll be interred at a f- private family service at a later date. There will be memorial service in New York City. <laughs> in lieu of flowers, the family suggests considering donations to the Animal Medical Center. All right. Really? <laughs> it seems like they're keeping it low-key. I mean, I think the U.S. press right now is considering him a controversial subject. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. So I think they're probably keeping it low-key because they know it's going to get ugly if they do anything in public. I wonder if Noam Chomsky did a little dance when he died, when he found <laughs> out. You know. Oh, one of my favorite things of him dying, uh, besides him dying, mm. uh, was the... <laughs> um, the memes going around of people opening up their freezers and they have a bottle of champagne in there with a piece of tape on it that says Kissinger. Nice. nice. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we finally get to use it. And <laughs> it's, aged, uh, it's aged a lot. Yeah, since we bought yeah. it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to... Oh, sa- oh, real quick yes. thing before you go uh, off of dead people. Um, <laughs> the funeral for um, Ro- Rosalind Carter? No. Yes. Rosalind yeah. Carter? I'm oh, shocked. Right. Shocked. Melania fucking showed up for that. <laughs> Would you see what she wore though? It, no, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It was not black. <laughs> oh, now she did have on a black dress underneath her coat, but she was wearing like a tan brown coat, and right. man, it really stuck out. Everyone else is in black, like the whole audience, pitch black, except Melania, because yeah. gotta, I got to stand out. I, yeah, I don't know. Was that Maybe, why she... Is it a cultural thing? Where is she from again? Slovenia? Slovenia. Yeah. Maybe I, they don't wear black there. Um, she's Catholic. Very Catholic. I mean, I don't know. She's yeah. not Catholic, but her you know, the traditionally, Slovenia is very Catholic. So she, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was all that big of a deal. She was she was wearing an overcoat that wasn't black. Uh, decorum. I mean, this is... This, it's, this I, is hugely in public. She has a black coat. She chose right. not to wear it. This is not like, you know, she's poor and she can't afford a black coat. <laughs> I think she just said she couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. No. She she chose specifically to wear that coat. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that, but mm. I did. I was, I mean, no one's seen her in forever. No, it's, it's true. It's been a while. She sat with all the first ladies. Mm. Not all the presidents showed up, though. Did you notice that? No Barack? No. No Trump? But that's not surprising. No. But yeah, there were there were what four first ladies that were there? That sounds right. Yeah, I think it was all living first ladies were there, right? Okay, I, I, I mean that's sad, and I don't expect uh, Jimmy to last a whole lot longer. No, I saw a picture of him there, and whoo! No, oh my god, he's, yeah, he looks, <laughs> yeah, not good. Which I mean, he's been on hospice for like six months now, so okay. Yes, and he's ninety nine. I yeah. think <laughs> if he could outlive Kissinger, yeah. Uh, you know, in 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 numbers, that would be good. I mean, he's already outlived Kissinger, so that's yeah. good. But all right, uh, yeah. If you don't have anything else, let's nope. uh, let's move on to George Santos, who finally <laughs> has been kicked out of the house. Yay! That is uh, that is good. Um, some people were uh, I don't know if I'd say upset, but surprised. I guess that he was kicked out without being convicted of anything. Turns out when you lie constantly to Congress and to your constituents, it doesn't matter if you've con- been convicted or not. Right, and they finished their ethics investigation and they went, "Oh, good lord, <laughs> gotta go." I mean, the yeah. Republicans were like, "Ugh." Oh, I, when I think also he started turning on them and talking about them in the press, and that was the end of that. So. It was only after the expulsion, though. Uh, I think he'd started before, but well, yeah, I he, think he threatened he, in the sense of like, 
I'm going to dish the dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Although, in, in, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just listening to him talk about them and be like, do you know what kind of scumbags mm. you got working here? And like, <laughs> they're going to kick me out. And I was like, well, I mean, like, dude, dude, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yes. And yes. yes. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all I could think was like, uh-huh. <laughs> you took like, money from, from people, from, you know, your constituents and you bought an OnlyFans subscription. I mean, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, you want to get an OnlyFans account, whatever, but don't use your campaign donations. Like, right. <laughs> One of the most insane things I heard that I didn't realize is that he marked down, remember he donated to his campaign like $85,000? Yeah. And everyone's like, where did that come from? You didn't have any money and you were getting kicked out. And it turned out he didn't donate 85000 He donated yeah. thirty five, but marked it down as eighty five. And then started to pay himself back the $85,000 from the donations he was getting. <laughs> and I'm wow. like, man, dude, like, what is up? He is fucking bonkers. Yeah. I mean, wow. that guy. Yeah. Everything, every single dollar he could stuff in his pockets, he did. Unbelievable. And he's like, how dare you kick me out? I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> you weren't convicted of anything, but come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what's it called? What he went and did after he was kicked out? He started doing cameo. The cameo. That's what it's called. If you haven't you heard can, of cameo, you should. We yeah. should describe it. Yep. <laughs> you you can go to cameo and you can pick your celebrity and they can wish somebody a happy birthday or you know you can ask for whatever any anything that they'll read a know. message that you ask them to right, read. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And originally it was what two hundred bucks. I think you could get George Santos to say. Things yes. like you he was know, two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's up to three hundred and fifty today. I think it was. Yeah. Wow. Well, as it turns out, one <laughs> of our uh, one of the other people we know, uh, John Fetterman, decided to take advantage of this and uh, called George Santos and approached him as Bobby from Jersey, asking as a colleague if he could give some encouragement. For his substantial legal problems, Bobby from Jersey being a reference to Bob Menendez. Oh. The Democratic the senator, senator. The He's senator in- with the gold bars in his uh, living yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one who won't leave, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So John Fetterman contacted George Santos as Bobby from Jersey asking for advice on legal problems. <laughs> I mean, he gave him 200 bucks because he did it really early on, but my God. That's awesome. <laughs> well, did, so do we have them? Did he do it? Yes, he did it. Wow. I basically told Bobby from Jersey, just hold on. You can get through this. We can win. You can beat them. <laughs> it, it, we'll try to find a link of it somewhere. Yeah, it is. I've seen it on the internet. So <laughs> it's amazing. I think it's it's on John Fetterman's Twitter site if you want to find uh, find that. I think because I, I think be, John tweeted the uh, other oh, result. Yeah. No. Amazing. And he says, right, well, I approached yeah. a seasonal expert on the, a season's expert on the matter to give Bobby from Jersey some advice. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> if you have a dumb celebrity, Cameo is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can get uh, High Pitch Eric from uh, the Howard Stern Show to wish Osama Bin Laden a birthday, a very <laughs> special birthday, or Jared Fogle and say, "I happy birthday to Jared Fogle. I hope he gets everything he wants his birthday. <laughs> wow. So, Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> but good troll by Fetterman. Well done. Yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, 
yeah, there were, the, and if you've forgotten who Bob Menendez is, yeah, some of the gold bars that were found in his house were linked to a robbery from 2013. Really? <laughs> yeah. Evidently, the person that they were stolen from got them back and has subsequently now give, given them to Bob Menendez. So they've, they, so they, now they know exactly where they came from. And so, the, did Joe uh, Santos say something uh, about Menendez's son, too? Like, think, why aren't they investigating his son? Very possible, yeah. Oh. I, I, I think his son is a freshman representative, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's into politics as well. I, it's for the moment, at least. Yeah, but his son was connected to the whole, you know, his dad getting arrested. So, yeah, a, <sighs> enormous mess. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's hit a couple things in state news here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, can't, I think I threw these in here kind of willy-nilly. But in any case, uh, in Ohio... Of course, the senators there want to make major changes to the new marijuana law that was passed by voters. Specifically, they want to take off the ability to grow at home. They want to make that illegal. So they want to be able to increase the tax rate, change who gets money from the growing of marijuana, do all corporation style. Of course they do. Yeah. How many of them are invested in marijuana companies? Oh, I'm sure they are now. Yeah, uh, very very soon, all of them. Yeah. I mean, the difference between um, issue one and issue two in Ohio is issue, issue one was a constitutional amendment, and the senators can't change it. Issue two was a, uh, a kind of a proposed law, and they have every right to change it. Whether they have the votes or not remains to be seen, and whether they're willing to actually go against what the constituents want. I mean, they're, it's Republican-controlled, so maybe, but... Man, they're pissing people off in Ohio at the moment, so I don't know. We'll see. And they have to do this before Thursday, because it goes into effect Thursday, as is. Oh, okay. So, so some of the things that they want, eliminate growing at home. They would still allow six plants per person, 12 per household. No, oh, I thought that's they, really... I thought, no, they got rid of that. The, the original law would have allowed that. Now, this specifically says the Senate's proposed changes. Hmm. Uh, it includes increases the tax on legal marijuana sales from 10% to 15% and add a 15% tax on cultivators, um, yeah. change, change how the tax revenue would be spent. It, it has uh, 30% to law enforcement training, 15% to substance abuse prevention, and 10% to a safe driver's act. That's what it is now, or that's what they want to change it to? Uh, change that, it to. Uh, that, it looks like what they want to change it to. Oh. Right. They also want to change the THC levels from in the concentrate from 90% to 50%, which if you're getting concentrate, that seems stupid. But <laughs> I mean, the point of concentrate is that it's concentrated. What a day for Ian to be missing. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure that's <laughs> true. So there's a whole lot of other things going on but uh, in, in this thing. But, you know, the idea that legislation wants to step in and- Get their cut. Yeah. Of course they do. I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, home. I mean, the home grow capacity in, in, you know, issue two was pretty low. It's, it was six plants. I mean, it, that's not a whole lot. You're not selling anything from six plants, odds are. Yeah. But you're also not buying my special brand of marijuana. And, you know, and paying taxes and, mm-hmm. you know, putting money in the pockets of rich people, so. Unbelievable. Yeah. That state is fucking horrible. Yes. It's gerrymandered and well-controlled by the Republicans, yeah. hmm Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, over in Montana, I completely missed this. Apparently, in Montana, they passed a law uh, banning TikTok. 
Yeah, I'm not sure how you do that in a state. That was an interesting law. I, I don't know. But uh, then on Thursday, a federal judge has granted an injunction to block the law, saying that it's likely uh, violates the First Amendment. I, I could so, see that argument, yeah. Why were they blocking it? So why were they stopping TikTok? Uh, yeah. The argument was that TikTok is not in pub- within the public interest. Yeah, <laughs> that seems vague. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it, it is. A, yeah, TikTok is a questionable one for me because it's owned by a Chinese billionaire, and you know who freely gives information to the, the state in China. Um, it it contributes to the you know corruption of children, I think. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's more yeah, of a parent. That's... that's a parental issue, though, not a state issue. Listen, there's a lot of people get their news from TikTok, and I hear there is. Yeah shit tons of misinformation on it sure i mean i don't think tiktok is a healthy thing but that's uh, you know small government people what the hell <laughs> so i want to i want to move the science story that i had at the end up here because i think it's relevant uh there were studies uh conducted uh specifically about internet use and social media use and mental well-being because there's a there's a a, a trope going around that Kids who are on Facebook more, kids who are on TikTok and whatever, they see these positive images of all their friends and it makes them feel bad about themselves because they don't feel that way all the time. And they think their friends are constantly smiling and constantly having a great life. But meanwhile, what you're seeing is the best clips of those other people's lives. Yeah, nobody puts up bad shit on social media like, I'm feeling depressed or I woke up looking like shit this morning. Yeah. Right or it's, right. it's a really boring day today. I mean, you don't, no, you don't yeah. post that. You post the good things and the ex- ex- extraordinary. I haven't spoken to a human being in three days. <laughs> <laughs> so there is an article on science-based medicine about this and studies that have been done around it, and it's a it's a decent read. It's not too long, but the TLDR is yeah, it's not really true. The mental health of children does not seem to be in decline. Any more than it has in past years, past huh. decades. Really? Yes. That's good. So the idea that TikTok is ruining your lives, n- no more than the Chinese government's trying to take control of you using it. Like, it's just <laughs> one of their tools, right? Sure. I mean, they said the same thing when we were kids um, about TV. TV is going to rot your brain if you watch that much of it. It didn't. Right. Yeah. See, but everything you just said, like, I feel like if there was social media when I was in middle school and high school, like, I feel like it would have ruined my life. (laughs) Like, for the very reasons that we just stated. I mean, like, maybe the kids are a little more protected against it. I mean, I don't Mm. know what it's like to pretend what it's like to be a child growing up where the internet was always around. True. Yeah, I don't know. I can't can't really envision it. So I I don't know. Mm. I have a hard time... I have a hard time grasping the idea of being in high school with with Twitter being a thing. Or <laughs> right, I'm whatever. just trying to I'm trying to think back to like a being like a, a bad time for me and those like when I was in high school. Like maybe I was sad about something or something like that, and then going onto Facebook and seeing people I know having a better time than me. Right, that would certainly destroy me. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think you know parents have to you know say. Exactly the things that we've said. You are only seeing people at the at their best. Children understand things like that. You only, you know, when you take a photograph and when you go to a studio, it's only you know your best side, very carefully posed. Right. That's what this is. So uh, children understand that if you explain it. 
I hope so. Yeah. I mean, a, a six-year-old might have trouble grasping it, but I don't know if a six-year-old should be on TikTok, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a big thing, is wh- when do you when do you let your kids get on social media? Don't be, don't be that afraid of it, but right. at the same time, understand that your kids' brains are still developing. Yeah. <laughs> There's well, every- it's like pot. Pot's not a bad thing, but it does affect young brains development so we yeah can... yeah just like beer does right <laughs> you know yeah and there's a reason why we don't you know give beer to children you shouldn't give pot to children either i smoked way too much pot in middle school i'm sure it in did things middle to me school? yeah wow karen yeah i know <laughs> yeah. ray's like what who did i marry what's going on <laughs> <laughs> no i knew that <laughs> Let's see. Let's move on to a couple politics things. I have a dark Brandon story. I don't know if this is really dark Brandon, but he does. I I loved it. So uh, Joe Biden, uh, if you don't know who we're referring to as dark Brandon, um, Hmm. I I feel that we should have a little bit of backstory. Um, So there was a NASCAR race. People were chanting, fuck Biden, fuck Biden over and over and over again. And somebody was somebody didn't understand what they were saying. It was like, what are they saying? And the the another announcer said, they're saying, let's go Brandon, because Brandon was the name of one of the race car drivers who just won or whatever. So let's go. Brandon became the Republicans saying for that that was replacing uh, fuck Biden. Right, because you can say "Let's go, Brandon" in public, and you won't get you know looked at for using a swear word or whatever. Yeah, you could be a congressperson and wear it on a shirt. <laughs> right, exactly, because that's mean, happened. I mean, and uh, not be considered trash. Right, and the Democrats go, "Oh, hardy har, <laughs> you got us." Right. <laughs> so whatever. Biden kind of embraced it, <laughs> yeah. um, and became, in some ways, uh, so the Democrats are using the term "dark Brandon." Referring to Biden striking back at the stupidity that that this has caused. So, uh, Joe Biden has struck back, in this case, against Lauren Boebert uh, last (laughs) Wednesday. So, he gave a 23-minute long speech at a, uh, it was a company, CS Wind, uh, which is a wind turbine company. Mm. Because this is part of the infrastructure bill to help, you know, green energy, that sort of thing. So, he was given this speech. And then he started to refer to Lauren Boebert because he was speaking in her district. Mm. And so he mentions her name and then like lowers his head, closes his eyes and gives the sign of the cross because he's Catholic. So he he says (laughs) Lauren Lauren Boebert and then does this. And then, uh, yeah, went on to say how her, along with every single Republican colleague, voted against this law that made these investments in your jobs, that made this possible, that is not hyperbole, that is fact. Nice. So it was a, a just a complete call out of the Republicans, and he needs to do this more. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it, that, it's a sign of the cross, genuflecting is the same thing, I think. Um, it's to ward off the devil, or to <laughs> reaffirm right. your association with God. Or so, do a, you know, so help me God kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So referring to her as the devil makes me giggle. <laughs> I like it. And <laughs> she has tried to to come back at him, <laughs> tweeting about uh, Aspen Adam, who is a person who tried to, to run against her and nearly won, actually, this last time. But she's, you know, talking about how Biden's 
poll numbers are in decline and uh, going about Aspen Adam as her nickname, uh, that he wouldn't even show up when Biden was speaking because he doesn't want to be associated with them. And uh, meanwhile, she's doing exactly what the Republican Party wants to do and trying to stop everything the Democrats can possibly do, no matter whether it's good for their constituents or not. And not replacing yeah. it with anything. Just Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you guys catch that... Uh... Some interviewer interviewing DeSantis about the new health system. Uh -huh. And he's like, I'll get back to you in the spring. <laughs> she's, she's like, so wait a minute. You want to get rid of the Obama Affordable Care Health Care Act and you can't tell me what you – he's like, yeah, we're working on it. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> because they are only interested – in taking things away from people. Right. Yep. Well, and the, that is it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Obamacare is exceedingly popular with both sides of the aisle, and they know it's a third rail to touch it, but they can't help themselves. Yeah. Trump's touching that rail right now. Yeah. I, but they have no, I mean, fine. You've got something better. We are all ears. Absolutely. But you don't have anything. <laughs> I'll get back to you, Karen. Yeah, I'll get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> two weeks. We'll have it in two weeks. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You had mentioned before we started recording about Trump and everything he's been doing. Did you want to go into any specifics on uh, what he's talking about? I mean, I might have lost all my steam, but just, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, he, <laughs> there, an article, you know, an op-ed came out, in the, I think it was the New York Times about uh, Trump dictatorship is inevitable, they said. <laughs> right. Wow. And Trump reposted that, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> proud of it. Yeah. That's what I want. Like he, he's he, talking about relitigating the twenty the twenty twenty election and making sure that he he wins. That oh yeah, I imagine that will be first on his agenda to somehow figure out how to get that. He's been talking about redoing it. Yeah, like having another election, but for twenty twenty. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if he were to have won in twenty twenty, he wouldn't be eligible in twenty twenty four. Well, he's, he's going to make this one right. <laughs> This one is this is going to be the right one with no cheating, uh huh. Right, no cheating, but the ability to not have any term limits, I'm sure, is is on his mind. Well, that, well I'm sure again, that's... we we got we we know what Project 2025 is. We right. we know what their plan is. Their plan is to wipe the government and insert toadies so that they can do whatever they want and they don't have to worry about not winning the election because there they won't will. be another one. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> A lot of people are, well, from what I've been hearing, are, when when asked about it, they're going, well, looks like he's probably going to win. <laughs> They've already resigned to that fact. And they're like, well, we survived four years once with him already, so how hard could it be? Yeah, but that was and practice just, run. This this is Right. The I'm like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you want a more informed Trump on how to, you know, fuck shit up? Right. <laughs> with all the regular, you know, regular politician people and executives not participating because Steve Miller and all of his toadies are going to be doing yeah. it this time. And everybody that opposes him or doesn't believe in him is going to get fired from the federal government and the military. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, even, I mean, the best case scenario we've got going here, though, is that it, we have a bigger fight than we did in 2021. I mean, he's not going away easily, no matter what. No. B best case scenario, we're going to so have you're something. If, if, if he lo if he loses, yeah. I mean, I understand he'll still be around, but oh, like don't... if he loses, which is looking less and less likely, yeah. I, I cannot believe this. I don't. <laughs> but 
Do you think he runs again? Oh, yeah. In 2024? No, 2028? Oh, yeah. If he's still yeah. alive, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a fundraiser for him. God, these poor Republicans. Yeah. Just, I, well, just... I, 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 every once in a while, I feel fo- sorry for them, but they hitch their wagons onto this train. Fuck them. <laughs> I know, but they keep trying like these, like there's a, you know, there's another debate tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liz Cheney held to, I mean, not that I, you know, agree with her about much, but she, she stuck to her guns and, you know, she did not hitch her wagon to him. She's out now, but it can be done. Yeah. Well, but I mean, what does Liz Cheney do? I mean, like, she might run, they say, mm. but speaking of that, did you see any excerpts of her book? Oh, yeah. He wasn't eating. eating. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy, he's very sad and not eating, so I had to come down here. And Trump's like, I was eating, I was eating too much. Oh, I believe that. His response is such that of a fucking five-year-old. Yep. No, I was mad and I was eating too much. (laughs) That I believe. (laughs) Yeah, just so bizarre. Yeah, he's been going from town to town. He's been like an Iowa, back in Iowa Today, yesterday, for the second time this week. I mean, nonsense. He doesn't stop. No. And his new thing, and that's the thing, man. Whatever they got him on, Adderall or whatever, mm. he just keeps going. Yeah. And now he is now he is protecting the democracy against Joe Biden because Joe Biden is. Look at all the bad things that Joe Biden has done to destroy democracy. Like let me what? Let me rattle them off for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Name exactly. <laughs> We're an embarrassment all over the world. No, I think we're good. Nope, we're an embarrassment. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I can't get into any. Uh, yeah, I, I'm spent with this <laughs> shit. I really am. <laughs> well, and he's just ramping up now. This, this is going to be continuous until November of next year. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Jared. We can we can we can make it through. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> no. The election? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, all right, let's hit, uh, yeah, this guy's been in our stories quite a bit. Uh, Texas Attorney General, once again, Ken Paxton. No, now what? Has now used his office to file a lawsuit against Pfizer for, uh, not ending the pandemic quickly enough. What? What? He has accused the the company Pfizer of fear-mongering and lying about its effectiveness of its vaccine, which the company insinuated would end the pandemic. Which, that's not what was said. No. Um, Wow. It's a a vaccine. Um, Also, in his lawsuit, it does state about how uh, people have died more from the vaccine than the pandemic. Ooh, neat. Oh, and he's probably got... Reams and reams of proof of that, right? Right. Yeah, dis- so, Discovery is wow. going to be awesome. On TikTok? It's got it on TikTok? <laughs> why, why can't the company then countersue the, the state for libel? Because that's not true in any way. Right. I mean, it's all going to come out in Discovery that that's all complete bullshit. So, yeah. I don't know. And again, yeah. Texans, <laughs> you pay for this guy. This is what he's wasting your money on. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, what are they going to? First of all, what does Texas get? What do they get out of this if this goes through? What if they win? Then what? Money, I presume. To the state of Texas or to the whole country? State of Texas, I would anticipate. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm sure you'll all see that benefit. Yeah. 
It'll go to the so police are, department. Don't worry. <laughs> their argument is that more Americans died in 2021 after the vaccine was made available than in 2020, the first year of the pandemic. What? That's not an argument for the efficacy of the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> How many of them were vaccinated? What did they die of? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that is such a weak argument. Yeah, it's just stupidity. And yet it's happening. Thanks, Texas. <laughs> Good job, Texas. Whew. I don't blame everyone in Texas, but I blame them as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> they do keep voting these turds in. So. <laughs> Man. All right, uh, let's move on to some religious nonsense. Uh, again, I don't. Uh, this is the part where I'm not sure we have many comments on these, but <laughs> just want to bring. They, wait, I'm gonna preempt. They all suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I th okay, the second one we're going to get some a little traction on. The first right. one, however, is in Nigeria, so you know how bad it's going to be. A healthcare worker was charged with blasphemy due to her statements about. Uh, she she condemned a mob of lynching a Christian student. So a a student was lynched by a angry mob, and she condemned this act. This has landed her in prison for blasphemy. What? Wow, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, they lynched him because he was said something against Muhammad, and if you so, if you condemn that, then you are also saying something right, against yeah. Muhammad. Wow. Yeah. She spent the last she, 18 months in prison already. Yes. She has been in jail indefinitely. Today was the today with the day of the article, which was, what, November 27th. Uh, she was the sixth attempt by her lawyers to secure her a trial and mount a defense. Previous hearings have collapsed due to the local government citing delays, loss of paperwork, or declaring unexpected holidays. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So we can't oh. get her her day in court because uh, uh, today's uh, happy Hanukkah. No, that wait, that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, just it's a random holiday that we just made up, so we can't have your hearing. Wow. So that's great. It's like a weird double bed. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like wow, the mob was bad. The, the, that was awful, and then you're like on top of it, you're like, oh. Man. The person yeah. that says the mob is bad is bad. Okay. Yeah, for protecting a human life. Yeah. Or not even protecting, because it's not like she stood in the, like, covered him. She was just like, wow, that's that probably not the best thing in the world to do in the, in the world. And they're like, <laughs> right. oh, you're going to jail. Right. Just yeah, her only crime was to tell friends on social media that she condemned a shocking act of mob violence that killed an innocent woman. Yep. Hopefully with a little bit of publicity, they won't just outright kill her and we'll, you know, yeah. get her to trial. Well, human rights groups are already trying to get her just released. Sure. Let alone, you know, a trial date. Let's see. In Europe, there was a female employee in Belgium who was told that she could not wear a hijab in the office. A court, the European Union High Court, has just decided that banning the wearing of religious symbols or clothing is perfectly legal and employers, including uh, government offices, can ban religious clothing or symbols. Hmm. And I'm yeah. torn on this. What? Yeah. Like, I get it because you're representing the company and the company doesn't necessarily want a Christian or a Muslim or a Jew 
to be they, they just want a person representing the company i kind of like i kind of get that but at the same time people should be able to express themselves how uh, as long as it doesn't interfere with their work yeah. however they see fit but i wonder if they ban the wearing of uh crosses well nobody has mm. that i'm aware of well that's probably not true though i mean it, you could wear the cross but not have it be you know on outside visible it has sure. to be visible you know I, I, I'm again. I'm torn on this. I, I don't like the idea of taking away people's rights. Agreed. Yeah. I think I'm more in that camp. I'm like, what does this have? To, just because she works there, I don't know. It doesn't represent the. I mean, I understand she does represent the company to some extent, but. Well, according to this, the woman had little interaction with the public in her role. So, yeah, I, I don't. I think I don't think I'm okay with this. Should it matter, though? Even if she did. No, not really. I guess not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if she just if she only talks about work stuff, then what does what matter? Do, what does it matter what religion she is? Yeah, I mean, unless she's proselytizing to clients, sure, you right. know, That's during a work time, I I don't <laughs> care what what she wears or yeah. Well, this goes back to um, what is it? Uh, France doesn't allow um, an Islamic approved bathing suit they're, they're, because it's it's I don't know too covering or something weird. I don't know. People want to wear it. Let them wear it. Right. I mean, it's their own stu- you know, whatever. But yeah, I'm in the camp of no. They should. This is wrong. You've gone too All far. Right. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Kind of agree with that. Like I can see both sides of the argument in, in the fact that I wish people weren't religious. But well, I don't. I don't wish this woman did not feel that it was that that she felt it was necessary to cover herself to you know to make it so that men weren't tempted. I mean, that part of the religious indoctrination is crazy, but... Yeah. I mean, you know, the but, but she might it. make the argument that it's it's her choice, but right. then I would make the argument that, are you sure you haven't been brainwashed into thinking that it's your choice? I know you're saying... Hey, listen, it might be a situation, though, where if she doesn't wear it, she's like, I might get stoned to death by people <laughs> of my own religion. Right. This is true. You know? <laughs> yeah. But you can't punish her because of her circumstances, though. Yeah. You don't know what they are. You don't know what choices she's made. I also don't like it because it leads down the road of, well, I can't take that job because they, I can't wear my religious, like, I can't wear the hijab. So I, therefore, I, if I can't wear that, then I can't work I there. I can't work yeah. there. So now you're limiting Muslims from getting certain jobs. Right. I have a problem with that too. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think yeah, we I, agree. <laughs> It yeah. does. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a good road to be going down. But that's that's where they're going. Mm. Uh, next, under religious nonsense, uh, there's an article from KSBY looking at the new California law that has been signed by the governor requiring media literacy lessons within the schools. These are lessons that focus on math, science, history, and English language arts in a way that allows the student to determine or distinguish fact from fiction in social media. Hmm. Teaching internet troubleshooting. <laughs> it's, it, it is, but in my mind, the way I read it, it's teaching skepticism, and I think it's fantastic. It's Sounds te- like indoctrination to me. It's teaching you <laughs> how to be skeptical about things and question things and not take things for granted even if it does come from a place that you think is an authority, that should always be the case. Because if you question it and you're told not to question it, you should question it more. 
Yeah. And if you question it and they go, oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Let's discuss. Then there you go. We're, we're down the right path now. Right. Interesting. This seems like a very easy class to teach. Because I'll just be like, all right. Don't get your news from one idiot on TikTok. <laughs> Is that simple enough, people? Verify. Look at other sources. Yeah. Just Google it. Check out Wikipedia. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic move. Um, glad they're doing it. Yeah, it's a good idea. I'd also have a nice long list of idiots not to listen to. I'm like, this is Ben Shapiro. This is Tim Pool. This is Dave Rubin. Unfortunately, this is Bill Maher. He used to be mm. on our side, but not anymore. <laughs> Well, let's use him as a test case. Let's look at him five years ago and see what he's saying. And let's look at him yesterday and see what he's saying. You right, notice yeah. how it's changed. Let's talk about what might be influencing his, his statements. <laughs> There's a nexus point in this country, kids. It happened in 2019. <laughs> yep. And it was called COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Some people lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the next thing is in Oklahoma. Uh, four Christian leaders and education advocates are seeking the Oklahoma Supreme Court's permission to join a lawsuit filed by the Attorney General that aims to prevent the opening of an online Catholic charter school. Again, this is public funds being used for a Catholic school. They contend that the Oklahoma Statewide Virtual Charter School Board's decision to sponsor uh, a Catholic virtual school undermines religious freedom in the state and will lead to discrimination against non-religious students. This is Christian leaders saying, hey, you're going to discriminate against non-religious people. Cut it out. Nice. Yeah. Wish them so, luck. Yes. And it's the, the state attorney general oh. lawsuit. Huh. So, Hannah, got people fighting in Oklahoma, too. <laughs> Crazy. Well... He's not going after Pfizer? Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> Come on, man. Get on the ball, man. Yeah. Yeah. You win all that money from Pfizer, they're going to lower the price of milk in Oklahoma. That's how it works. <laughs> I love that there are religious people who are bright enough to go, this is this is bad. It, it may, this may not hurt us right now, but it's bad for us eventually. Yeah. yeah. Forward looking, which yeah. is usually not what you put in the same category with them. True. <laughs> I uh, also wanted to mention Bill Donahue. This guy is the president of... Oh, I lost it. I don't That's have what he... President of the U.S. Catholic something or other. I can't... The Catholic League? Maybe he's the president of the Catholic League. That would make sense. I guess I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me. But in any case, <laughs> Bill Donahue is angry. Uh, he's angry about what we talked about last week. The trees at the train place... <laughs> uh, I don't remember this. The one is a satanic tree. It had, oh, yeah, you know, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. quote unquote, blood red lights. <laughs> just, or just like Melania put in the White House. I mean, red that lights? color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in any case, he is angry not just at the satanic temple putting this tree in, but also there's a second tree that I didn't know about and we didn't talk about. Uh -oh. It's a tree put in. By an LGBTQ group. Ooh. It is a trans Christmas tree. It has ornaments with the inscription drag queen and be weird. <laughs> Tell me there are black Santas in wheelchairs <laughs> hanging on this tree and I can go to sleep happy tonight. I don't believe so. Damn it. It also, it does have uh, an angel on the top of the tree holding a rainbow flag. Yeah. 
That's good. Uh, it, the, the group sponsoring it says that it stands for not. It's the tree itself stands for non-binary cross-dressing transgender persons. So <laughs> that's the work of Satan, and Bill Donahue is livid. I will. I will say. I will say this. <laughs> I don't have a problem with this, no. but. Do trans people need their own special Christmas tree? <laughs> can't they just have a regular... Can't we all just enjoy a regular Christmas tree? Well, no, because our quote-unquote regular Christmas tree really supports Christianity, and Christianity is against the trans, but trans people like to enjoy Christmas as a holiday. Okay. Okay. Fair I enough. Mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work. Just... <laughs> well, I mean, if the, the Christian... I mean, I, the whole idea of Christianity wrapped up with a Christmas tree is bizarre anyway because that's right yeah because it's a <laughs> fucking made up holiday you know well it's yeah. a, it's an it's an it's a holiday more ancient than christianity it's based on druidism and the turn of the you know the, the sun in the sky blah 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 that kind of stuff it's winter solstice yeah yeah i guess in that sense i mean christmas no matter how you slice it is a christian holiday you can't get around this right so if you it, have an issue with the with that mm. with christians and Christmas, why do you want a Christmas tree in the first fucking place? Because it's a pagan holiday and it's a pagan ritual. So you well, want a pagan not, tree. So you, didn't, so you didn't make a Christmas tree. You made a fucking something else. I don't sure. know. Sure. I mean, you yes. you made a, a, a you know pagan festival holiday tree. That's why we call it, you know, right. happy season's greetings or happy holidays instead of happy, Merry Christmas. Because <laughs> it's more inclusive. I don't know. Yeah. You know what, people? Just celebrate Giftmas. All right. <laughs> I think Pendulette made it up. It's way better. <laughs> Commercial commercialization Christmas. Yeah. It's not even that. It's like, hey, it's the end of the year mm. and I want to give presents to people that I love and like. Sure. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing right. wrong with that. Yeah. I <laughs> do think that Hypatia makes a really good point. It helps convert the natives. This was a mm. good point because originally it was people who followed the Christian dogma and then everyone else was pagan. And when the pagans refused to become Christians, instead of just killing them, it was subversion. Oh, yeah. you're worshiping a tree? Well, that represents everlasting life. And it was a, a way to trick people into thinking, we believe the same as you. We just use different words. You're now a Christian. Come give us your money. Mm. Well, there was a, a an Egyptian fable about a man who who dies and then three days later is resurrected and supposedly oh, that's Osiris. actually yeah yeah that's the, the the functional beginning of the story of jesus yeah i felt i felt like all these holidays were stolen from other yeah. ancient well yeah easter is you know easter what the hell does a rabbit and eggs have to do with you know jesus dying and everything coming... <laughs> <laughs> nothing it's about it's the springtime festival pagan festival hence the eggs and the chickens that makes perfect sense and the bunnies. <laughs> I mean, rabbits are definite um, symbols of fertility, so. <laughs> well, who was the, I don't remember who the original was, but there's the telling of this story that has been long predates the story of Jesus. Like Mithras was one of the original. I, I don't remember well, who was sound, the that oldest. That does sound familiar. But yeah, the idea of dying coming back from the dead three days later that has been around for thousands of years right well it was jesus right well that's why when people say you know well jesus was an actual person you're like mm, ah, yeah he's not in historical books and there are yeah, what proof do you have yeah what proof of that is there yeah the only proof you have is the book that you, you, you that other people wrote after the fact after the mythos had been incorporated 
So I don't think he actually existed. It's it's a it's a happy thought, but how dare no. you say that? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna take your life. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, it, it's very similar to like the story of Noah, the story mm. of the world flooding and, and it lasting. Now, granted, numerology has changed things that it was rained for forty days and forty nights because forty is a big number in numerology. Um, but the the story of Noah. It's almost identical to the Gilgamesh story mm. of Utnapishtim. Utnapishtim was the original Noah that built the ship and survived the flood. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. And and it I, sounds like fake news to me, Ray. You know what I'm saying? It's fake news from 5,000 years ago. Well, even the story of Atlantis kind of ties into Noah in some ways. There are some synergies with that. Yes. I mean, the, the the city that that was flooded, what was it? It's supposed to be a caldera or something that actually went underwater. So the whole thing, it's all just co-opted Noah nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like current movies. We just can't come up with new shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it's a way of tell exactly what you said, though. It's a way of telling the pagans we believe the same thing. We we just say it slightly differently because our stories have you know changed over time. So you are a Christian. You just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, Utnapishtim. Oh, we we just say Noah because it's easier. Right. <laughs> In our language, it translates to Noah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're running along. I'm going to hit the next few things real quick here. Okay. I wanted to mention in Ohio again. Uh, there is a organization called the LifeWise Academy. Um, they are trying to infiltrate Ohio uh, in Huber Heights, uh, first step. So on their website, the organization has a 10-step process to launch its program locally. Uh, steps one through three are interest phase with they get, they get a lot of signatures. They have a kickoff meeting. They initiate a launch fee of $500 that's paid to LifeWise. Um, then you've got three steps of creating a steering committee, which have members representing three or more churches in the areas. It, it, it's basically this blueprint on how to infiltrate the local society and get this get them implemented in, in schools. And what do they do? Oh. They allow you, as a student, to get out of school for a set period of time. You report to the, 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 the office of the principal or whatever, the main office, and there is a LifeWise member waiting for you there. They then drive you to so that you can receive special, well, they don't call it indoctrination, but that's what <laughs> it is. Instead of going to, I don't know, woodworking or home ec, um, home ec or whatever, you can huh. get out of the school grounds and go to the LifeWise religious teaching. Yeah, no. I mean, you, you almost, mm -hmm. I, I'm thinking back to as a high school student, somebody comes up to me and says, I could get you out of class exactly. for a couple of hours, twice twice a week. You've piqued you've peaked my interest now. You have now. piqued my okay. interest, yes. But we have to take you, so you won't be able to go to, you know, shop class or home ec class. And we're going to go to, and you'll meet, all, look at all your new friends over here. And I look over there and they'll have their, their shirts cut and buttoned up to their neck. And they look nerdy and it's the nerdy kids. And I'm like, ah, pass. <laughs> you might get me even there once. But just once. Yeah, the Freedom for Religion Foundation sent a letter saying that the program pressures students to take part. Those who do not take part often do not get... Sus no, sorry. I'm going to get it straight here. Those <laughs> who do not take part do not get lessons 
while mm. peers attend Bible classes, and those who attend miss valuable education time. Mm. So, yeah, it gets you out of the programs that the school doesn't consider as important, I guess. But it takes you and gives you religious training instead of, like, life value training. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. shop class and home ec class and that stuff is useful. It's actual good yes. knowledge to have. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So yeah. be aware. Learning um, about <laughs> Go ahead. I'll just, you know, be, be aware that it's out there and this is what mm -hmm. they're trying. The indoctrination never ends. True. They are relentless and they do love going for soft brains. <laughs> you know, malleable brains. Yep. I should say. Ah, uh, well, apparently I'm not going to have much to say about this because I've hit a paywall. Karen England, we mentioned her at the top of the show. Um, if you want to know why in the local areas, why are people getting so active and so vocal about banning books from school libraries? Mostly, you can blame this woman. Sweet. She has been successfully teaching people how to remove books from school libraries. Uh, she has an instruction manual, how to get involved, how to become a member of the board, how to become vocal, um, file, uh, uh, what is it, the, the Rights Act so that you can, um, the Rights Information Act, or I forget what it's called, but you can file to get a list of what, what all books are in your school library so that you can pick on. And then she, of course, has a list of maybe you would be interested in these books, which I don't think should be in the library. So she is like a key spokesperson for this movement. Of course, her name is Karen. That just of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so sorry for you for the past five years. <laughs> Mainly, and we've discussed this before, as being saddled with the name Jared, I feel your pain. <laughs> spent, well, this, uh, last, the, this last weekend, we spent days with another couple who, who had a, a Chad. Yes. So oh, we had man, a Karen yeah. and a Chad. I felt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had fun with it. <laughs> yeah, as bad as being saddled with Jared is, it wasn't a, it didn't turn into a meme, and it certainly did not cover a subsection of human beings. <laughs> You, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it So it's the Capital Resource Institute is her organization, Miss Karen England. Because that tells you what it's about. Yeah. Well, you know, Soaring Eagles, Eagles of Freedom. So it's one of exactly. those. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, we're still running along. Um, I did want to mention this article. A column by David French on the New York Times talking about the term bespoke realities. <laughs> First um, off, I want to mention I am impressed that we went from Karen England to David French. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just cross. Also, let's cross the channel. A month, <laughs> about a month ago, I did have to look up what the word bespoke meant because I was hearing it so much and I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> so the original term bespoke reality... Uh, comes from Renee DeResta. She is a technical research manager at Stanford Internet Observatory. Um, and it re refers to the effects of what she calls a Cambrian explosion of bubble realities. Uh, these realities operate with their own norms, media, trusted authorities, and framework of facts. Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, it's the, the Trump train, the QAnon... Yeah. The, you know, whatever bubbles, you know, people have their own little bubbles. And there's also left-wing ones. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. There sure. are bubbles that every now and then I'm like, 
I'm not in a bubble, right? This is this is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've all been there at one point yeah. or another. So this column, David French goes, he does an analysis of this term and how it can be applied to social media and the different groups that you know we see every day at this point. Um, it's a very interesting on how people get in these bubbles. And and how they just only listen to things that come from within the bubble, and they don't hear anything from outside. And when they do hear something from outside, they're like, well, I don't trust it, because it's not from a source that I'm familiar with. Sure. So they, they have created their own source. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Bespoke Realities. It's a very yeah. interesting article uh, on the topic, so. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. I've read, and I was not paid to say that. No, I've read some of David French's stuff before. He's he's good. I like reading his columns. They're interesting. That's a good point to make, Jared. Uh, we're not paid to say anything. No. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that should be at the front of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is our opinion only. Not yet. Not yet. At least I'm still hoping to do an ad one day. <laughs> you know, for uh, Athletic Greens or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck's Athletic Greens or uh, Squarespace? All right, the last thing that I've got is a shout-out to another Consumer Health Digest. Uh, another issue was put out, and it has a few different things on it, one of which is a consumer beware. Uh, you should be wary of chiropractors who offer wellness or maintenance care. Can we just stop after the word chiropractors? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, some chiropractic is actual medicine. Um, specifically related to neuromuscular conditions of the spine. Uh, there are some chiropractic measures, some, I don't know what you call them, procedures um, that are legitimate. However, in this case, there were chiropractors who build Medicaid for general wellness. No. Uh, they have now, after they were, um, well... They had a cease and desist from Medicaid, and they were required to pay $354,000 in restitution to mm. Medicaid. Yeah. Uh, they also had to pay, in addition, 96000 in civil penalties uh, because they were using treatments that were not medically necessary. And they indicated that it was for general wellness, and uh, yeah, uh, mm. it, it's all illegal and fraud against Medicaid. But in any case, if you're going to a chiropractor and they say, well, you know, you have to keep coming back or just, you, know, you got to keep general wellness and for maintenance oh, by purposes. The way, let's just put this up front. They all fucking say that. <laughs> but go on. Yeah. yeah. It's probably, <laughs> I um, mean, lots of them are, are yeah. Beware. Get, get the recommendation from your doctor. There are physical therapists out there that do chiropractic. Yes. Just go to them. It's just safer. <laughs> that, that, is, that is absolutely true. Yeah, because if the chiropractor you go to says that adjusting your back will cure you of allergies mm. or cancer or depression or whatever bullshit list they have. Some mm. other keywords align yeah. your energy mm. or if, Oh yeah, that that even gets into the crazier shit. Or if they mention chakras. Or talk about dry needling. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Go get a massage. Yeah. Just as good. I did, I did have one other story, but I'm saving it. Because yeah. I can't do the story without Ian here. It's about the Vikings, the football <laughs> team. I just, I can't, I can't do it. So we're okay. going to have it on when he's back. <laughs> Fair Makes enough. Sense. 
So he's he, our sports. He's our sports expert. Yeah, on the show. Yeah. Isn't he? A, he's a Vikings fan too, isn't he? He's a yes. Yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah. primarily. <laughs> yeah. So it might be old when we talk about it, but that that's why. Okay. All right. That's all I got. You guys, you guys have anything? No. Nope. All right. Well, that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, I want to start off by thanking our patrons who support the podcast, especially those who could be here tonight. We lost a couple along the way. Uh, Big old Grumpy Wolf, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Mr. Joshua, and Judy Joe. Um, Judy Joe back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, And they all got to hear, because they're patrons, a little pre-show ramble. (laughs) You know? Yeah. A a little pre-show Jared all fired up. Yep. <laughs> uh, and they get to comment during our show, provide feedback, and correct us if we say anything stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. We do appreciate that. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can join them. Sign up on our Patreon page. Uh, that will give you access to the Discord channel, even if you can't be here when we record. Or, if you can't do that, you could share the podcast on social media so we can get more listeners. Or leave a review for us on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. And also, please check out other shows, other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all of them at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. And no Ian. Okay. <laughs> this is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs>